Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Meet the Movie Press. Roundtable movie news and commentary from the industry's premier film journalists. Happy Friday, everyone. This is Meet the Movie Press on the Popcorn Talk Network. I am Mark Riley, otherwise known as Riley, editor-in-chief of SchmoZno.com. And how are you, sir? I'm great. Jeff Snyder, film reporter for TheRap.com, otherwise known as... I don't know. I don't think I have a cool... The Insider. Nickname. The, yeah, that's I know. true. I, I, I said that randomly because everybody calls me Riley, and I just... It, I like it because it's, it's... I'm following tradition. My grandfather and my father were all called Riley or Riles. <laughs> Amazing so how that works. It's, it's really... Good crazy. morning, Schmoville. Good morning out there, guys. Thanks, as always, for joining us here on the Popcorn Talk Network. Meet the Movie Press. You can find us on Facebook. Meet the Movie Press. Uh, on the Popcorn Talk Network, and of course on YouTube.com forward slash Popcorn Talk Network. We are live, and I see all of your comments. Look at this. You guys are awesome. Uh, and remember, to, as always, tell your friends about this wonderful show. Spread the word. Spread. Write, our, write MTMP on, like, bathroom stalls. Exactly. Make do, people investigate it. Do that. MTMP. TGIF MTMP. <laughs> A guerrilla campaign. Yes. And uh, as always, iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and comment. Guys, that keeps the lights on, and uh, we, we just keep rising, and we love it. And thank you, as always, for uh, tuning in. That's my spiel. I'm kicking it over to uh, my illustrious co-host, Jeff Snyder. You have something to say. Uh, to do. Well, yeah, well, first, we're going we're gonna to press uh, send on a, on a little story. I like this. And this is, you know, the, the moral of this story is to trust your sources, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a tip, uh, the other day about this story. Yeah. And investigated it. And, you know, it seemed like it had checked out. Okay. And I was more than willing to hold, but couldn't really get the time of the day from the publicist. And so. Interesting. This is something I wanted to discuss. But first, let me hit send here and tweet the news. I like this. Everybody out there, get there ready. There we go. The uh, button has been hit at 9.08. And in just a second. I'll tweet it. Uh, I'll tweet it out. Um, but okay. yeah, well, we're not live. We're like a minute behind, right? Uh, we're like a minute behind. I, I don't know on the. On the All right, rooms. great. Well, then here's the story. Yeah. It's, uh, it seems like uh, Agent Maria Hill yes. from the Avengers, Kobe Smulders, yes. has landed the female lead in Jack Reacher two, opposite Tom Cruise. Wow, that's pretty cool and good for her. I like to see her get. I mean, she's great in the Avengers and, and obviously in the in the Marvel U. And uh, I'm happy to hear she's going to be. Rocking alongside Tom Cruise. Yes? Yeah. I think, I mean, that's what, that's what I hear. We hear that she's in early talk. Sorry, I had to, I had to send a, I know, I've done that too. I start looking and I'm like, oh. I had oh, to make yeah, sure right. that the email that I sent to the studio was out. Um, yeah, no, that's great. So um, when you say that... But she she's really come up, you know, as an actress since How I Met Your Mother, I feel like. Yeah. Uh, you know, she, she obviously did the Avengers movies, but then mm-hmm. there's been smaller films like Unexpected and Results. Mm-hmm. And I actually really like Results. I haven't seen Unexpected yet. Yeah. But these like kind of smart Sundance indies that kind of show her range and versatility as an actress. And I yeah. think she's also got... She can play tough, yeah, you know, as she does yeah. as a member of S.H.I.E.L.D. And so she kind of fits right in. And, and Tom Cruise, at least in Mission in the Mission Impossible franchise, has a habit of changing up his female leads. Yeah, he really does. I don't think, you know, it was what? Um, Tandy Newton. 
Uh-huh. Uh, who was three? Michelle Monaghan. Oh, are you talking about uh, it, Mission Impossible? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and the last one was Rebecca Ferguson, who was really Rebecca good. Rebecca Ferguson. But who yeah, am I missing? She was great. Carrie uh, uh, Russell. Carrie Russell. Thank Boom. You. I was like, because she, uh, spoiler alert, on a ten-year-old so, movie, dies. He, at the beginning. He's got like a type almost. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and I think Kobe Smulders fits that type. And I don't think, uh, or at least I'm not sure that Rosamund Pike is going to be back for Jack Reacher. So looks like Kobe Smulders. All right, Kobe. Hey, Jack Reacher too. Congratulations. Everybody, uh, uh, everybody, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> there's only hey, a few people. Hey, you all worked really hard for Kobe's part. Um, no, congratulations to her. And if you guys want it, I I thought we should get more active on Twitter uh, with getting people to like tweet out stuff we talk about. Maybe tweet. Yeah, that some would of be fun. People. And and what, so one of the things that I wanted to talk about in relation to this scoop that this you is going to be interesting because I saw some some doings yesterday on the tweet machine. Yeah, you know, I, I was kind of disappointed um, because I couldn't get the time of day in this, uh, from this publicist. And, yeah, you know, I, I'm pretty fair with people. Yeah. Um, and so when I called yesterday, uh, I was told there's nothing to talk about. Mm-hmm. And with all due respect to the publicist listening out there, um, you know, I decide whether it's something to talk about or not. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're a legit like, trade. If, if I feel like... I have a story, then at least engage me and try to talk me out of it or, or lie or do something. But yeah. to just ignore me, like, I've, I've been doing this for a long time. I'm at a legit publication. Like, it is your job to engage with the press. You're on a monthly retainer mm-hmm. from your client. There you go. You know, like, how, how like, I, it just kind of blew my mind. Um, and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, you just give me a, a no comment or something, but the whole, you know, I had the same problem. Um, you know, I've talked about the Michael B. Jordan situation before, I think, right. on this show. Yep. That was like, they, they come back and they tell you, there's no story here. Mm-hmm. And, and as journalists, and I hope that people, you know, the aspiring film reporters who are listening to this, don't take that for an answer. Okay? There's no story here, or there's nothing to write about or talk about. Like, you need to hold these people accountable. That's what journalism is. Yeah, and that, and that sounds like a, a smokescreen to me. I it's, mean, you know, right? Like, no comment means... Oh, sure. Well, and, and, and it's like, you know, this particular publicist today um, or yesterday, you know, there's a track record sort of going back there okay. um, with certain clients and, and that there's nothing to talk about. Uh, I seem to recall having exclusives on Paul Rudd playing Ant-Man, oh, yeah. uh, which was denied up and down for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, James Corden. That, that may have been even my biggest scoop of my career. James Corden taking over the Late Late Show on CBS. Oh, that's right. That's right. That was another one where it was, was like, good. there's nothing nothing to see here. Move it along. And like, again, the lesson here, guys, is to trust your sources. Um Still go to, you know, give the other side a chance to respond. Mm-hmm. That, that was my duty and I, and I feel like I did it yesterday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if they're not going to play ball, don't be afraid to, you know, throw an elbow from time to time. Yeah. And so that's what I'll consider this. I like this because, uh, I don't think we do enough of, I, or I would say I want to do more of like the ins and outs of this, this profession. And it, especially I have a, a lot of admiration for you, my friend, for what you do because, I don't really do. I'm kind of a fan and a blogger on one side of the coin. You're on this other. And, you know, we are setting your watch and news to the stories you break. We all. So it kind of goes all over the Internet when if you break something or Justin over at Variety, Boris over at Hollywood. Sure. And and we're all relying on these studios to, you know, keep us in the ballgame with access or or whatever it may be. Absolutely. So it, it, it is kind of we're all part of the same machine. And mm-hmm. I don't care if I'm at the bottom of the machine. I'm the most insignificant part. If there's a part broken or missing, mm-hmm. the machine's not going to work. Right. Okay? And, like, so to 
Yeah, I just, I just, uh, it was definitely frustrating yesterday, and but I feel like every journalist sort of runs into that. Yeah, and things probably are sensitive. I don't know that Kobe Smolders has an official offer yet, right? But I'm pretty sure she'll be there in the fall yeah. with Ed Zwick directing. No, and, and can we just talk about Ed Zwick for a second? That's awesome. I can't wait. Yeah, that should be interesting. I, him I and like Tom Cruise again, and I saw absolutely. you know Pawn Sacrifice recently, which was right. Good, not great, mm-hmm. but good. Uh, and it was different. A different, you know, it was like. And it was, I don't know if it's like his first indie in a while. Yeah, it seems like it. He's usually doing bigger studio pictures like yeah. Jack Reacher too. Um, but I, I to go back to, it, so you were told yesterday to hold on the story. No, 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 nothing. 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 And I was more than willing to hold. That's the thing. Oh, that's where I heard. Sorry. I was, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. It's like you listen. Hop on Twitter. the phone. Tell me it's early. Tell me you'll protect me if anybody else calls on it, and I'll sit tight. Okay, and so I've done this. I mean, the, you've spo- done this a lot. the spotlight movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I sat on Tom McCarthy directing that thing for a year. Honest, yeah. I mean, I can keep a secret, and I feel like, yeah, yes. Yeah, so I was not even asked to hold. It was just like, uh, we're going to blow you off, like you're. And so you just broke it. Yeah. So yep. it's so it's out there. So now. it's, it's out, out there. So it's interesting, guys. It's getting, so it's if, getting retweeted. Yep. If you're uh, listening live right now. Uh, he just broke some news. Uh, he didn't get any love from the publicist. Uh, par for the course? No. More, more. No, usually people will at least engage. There you go. Okay. Or, you know, answer an email. I mean, just, if you can't take two minutes out of your day, mm-hmm. and it's like, what else did she do for that client yesterday? Right. You know, is the New York, like, I get it if the New York Times is calling. Okay. But I don't think the New, York, the New York Times is calling about Kobe Smulders. I think this was probably the only press call yesterday. Right. Um, and, <laughs> and you're, you know, she, I'm, she presumably got paid. Yeah. I just I just don't like it too. Like when, you, as a journalist, you're trained. Even though you're supposed to deal with the agents and the managers because they're the ones who actually know things, you're sure. trained at, at least at the trades to like go through the proper channels and ask a publicist. And when the publicist is then just like throwing up their hands and being like, "Well, you know, blah 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 blah," yeah, it's like this is your responsibility. This is Sorry. A, it, um, yeah, no, I like it, dude. I mean, I'm I learn a lot from you and from this because, you know. I just don't understand. You, you talk about the bigger picture, the machine, and that we're all a part of it. You know, when you break something, I mean, I got to give credit to you and to, to a lot of the trades. If you break something like this or like some of the bigger movies or some of the – I mean, this is a, a huge movie. This is an event movie because it's Tom Cruise. and But when you do that and break something, it – the conversation starts. Then people cover your story, and then people are talking about it on Twitter. And- That's the thing. It, like when when someone when an actress says a movie, it all starts with the traits. Mm-hmm. That is the first. That's my point. Yes. Link in the train or whatever. Like absolutely. You know, for the next year, year and a half, she's going to be talking about it in interviews. She's going to be you know she's going to be lining up magazine covers a year and a half from now. Right. Like whatever it is. So it's the- to not respect that first. Link in the chain. It's it blows my mind. I would argue too that Colby needs to talk to her publicist. Go. Why the hell aren't you talking and engaging? Yeah, like with this person? like what, I want to be what, in the conversation. What if this? And, and this is obviously you know you, you feel sick to your stomach as a film reporter if this does happen. Yeah. But honestly, it's not my problem. Mm-hmm. What if this affected that deal? Right. You know, and something happened and it fell through, or they got mad at her team. I don't know. Right. And it's all because you didn't take a call. That's a damn good point. Like I'm and sorry, that's their job. That is their exactly. job. So, and, and I know everyone's got a lot of calls to make in return. Mm-hmm. Um, what frustrated me yesterday was like, I called and it was like, oh, you know, she'll call you back. 
she call you back. Hey, she's not calling back. Like, yeah, <laughs> leave me alone. So, how many calls on average did you? Uh, no, it, it was it was this. like it was like two calls. You know, waiting enough to be like two oh, calls in an email. Yeah, I'm getting blown like off. Okay, well, guess what? Well, but we'll move it along. Yeah, it's out there now, folks. So, uh, congratulations, Colby, uh, for taking Jack Reacher two. I'm gonna assume it's it's. It's a done deal because Jeff is very reliable. I think it's pretty early. I don't think it's a done deal at all, but yeah. I, I think I think it's going to work out. I think you can take it to the bank. Jeremy Flores says, Jeff Rance, go hard in the paint. That's right. <laughs> that is true. That I'm is a real, very true. real scrapper. I like um, it. You going to D23 this weekend? I no? am not. Oh, okay. Have you ever been? Uh, no, I haven't. I don't know what to expect. I'm going You're tomorrow. Going. Well, I've heard Captain America trailer, mm-hmm. uh, Civil War trailer, or footage. Uh, no new Star Wars stuff, uh, because EW pretty much took care of that for the yeah, next what month. what was that about? That was crazy. There was, like... I hate how EW is, like, this, like, kind of, like, megaphone for the studios. Yeah, they, they I really... Get it, but... I guess if, if we can talk about that, because you all in the, in the live chat here, yes, the, the pictures are amazing. Look, Star Wars guy, I did wear my Star Wars shirt, um... Wow, it kind of blew the internet open. It's too hot in here. It's, it's hot in this studio, 97 right? 97 million degrees uh, in beautiful oh, Los Angeles right now. We are getting a heat wave. That's going to be so exciting. Gotta love August. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I will be down at the Anaheim Convention Center at D23 tomorrow. Uh, I felt like, you know, there is probably going to be some news to come out of there. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, who I'm knows sure about be, what? Yeah, I'm sure the big ones that everybody's looking at is Civil War um, and uh, Star Wars. Now... Somebody hit me up on the tweet machine um, asking about would they announce Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel maybe at this. I don't know. I'd be very surprised. Um, yeah, I heard, like I said, a couple of weeks ago with El Miembe, I was, I was speculating that I, I heard from somebody who heard from somebody, oh, that Emily Blunt done deal. She's Captain Marvel. You know, they haven't done a director yet. There's no director in place yet. So I don't know. But they did announce Chadwick Boseman before – a director for Black Panther, so you never know. Um, I would love, I would love to see an Emily Blunt as Captain Marvel, and then like you know someone like F. Gary Gray directing Black Panther. That'd be great. That um, would be sick. F. Gary Gray, that's interesting because Strand of Compton see, opens today. Dude, Compton is so good. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing it tonight. It, it it honestly may be the best movie I've seen all year. That's what I'm hearing. Um, and and but like I I get the criticisms like. Devin Faraci and Amy Nicholson both wrote pretty good reviews of Compton. They were fairly mixed. Mm, Devin okay. felt like the second half of the film um, gets bogged down in like contracts and, and money and, and that stuff. Okay. Uh, so and, and Amy sort of wrote something similar. Like it was all about the Benjamins kind of thing. Okay. Um, but man, I, I thought that the performances that F. Gary Gray gets out of these guys, like Ice Cube's son, who had never acted before, right. Jason Mitchell as Easy e was incredible. Yeah, I'm hearing he steals the movie. There's an urgency uh, to this film. Like, I think Devin wanted more focus on, like, the police aspect of it, but you have to understand this film was written four years ago, before Ferguson and a lot of these events. Right. Um, the perform- like, the guy who they- who plays Shug Knight's great. Okay. Um, and it just feels like very alive and full of energy. I can't wait to see it. I really dug it. Yeah, I can't wait it to see cool. it. It was cool. Great soundtrack. Giamatti's really good as Jerry Heller. Yeah. I, th- um, yeah. it's cool. This has been, it's so funny. Ever since that first trailer dropped, this became one of my most anticipated for the summer, mm-hmm. even. Because, uh, I would say it's a little mixed of the summer blockbusters, the summer movies. Nobody's really talking much about, like, that movie. You know, that it seems like there's always one movie during the summer that kind of 
monopolizes That's the right. conversation. It was our so Straight Outta Compton was the rap's number one under the radar movie of 2014. Yeah, I I felt I like in it. every 2014 preview where you know you read about Hunger Games and Bond and Star sure. Wars, no one was talking about Compton, and and I'd always I'd heard good things even though like. A few months ago, you started, like, I started to hear things, like, maybe in April mm-hmm. that, like, they needed, like, reshoots or I, I don't know. But yeah. whatever happened, it doesn't matter. It came out fantastic. And, yeah. and it's yet another win for Universal, who's having an incredible summer. They're having a great It's summer. a great, like, mid-August date. Like, I think it's going to play well the rest of the month. I don't know, you know, if it'll play internationally. African-American themed films usually don't. Right, right. Um, and internationally. But I think yeah. here in this country, like, this is the movie America needs right now. Yeah. Uh, I, it looks great. I'm going to see it. I'm going to see the shit out of it. And, uh, yeah. So with that being said, why don't we go on some of the big news stories that are out there? Yes. Uh, okay. Kind of roping around to Star Wars again. That from, from a movie press standpoint, okay. um, it, there were stories that were happening every day and that there were these huge articles from Entertainment Weekly. I know it's hot. Um, these huge stories from Entertainment Weekly that had like different stories that you could cover. Like, how they talked about Han Solo, the right. young Han Solo movie. How Harrison Ford broke his leg. How he was good to be back as Han Solo. The pictures. Kylo Ren, the 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 bad guy. It's not his real name. It's not his real name. I, I for me, that's the biggest because that's story, and was, he's part of the Knights of Ren. His real name is John Harrison, right? John. <laughs> Guys, do you get it? That's a joke. That's a joke. That's Star Wars. That's Don't Star write Trek. that. That's Star Trek joke. Because, yes, that's what J.J. does. It was John Harrison. I always say the the funniest thing ever was when I was at CinemaCon, and they showed a full-on scene from Star Trek Into Darkness, and they were still calling him John Harrison. And when the movie opens, he was con. It was so funny. They actually dubbed in that, that or whatever they did for the press. So, but anyways, back to that. Yeah. What do you think of the Star Wars news? I mean, you're not real. I, I, Star Wars. I, like yeah, me. I didn't pay attention to it. I, I don't really care i read a little bit of it like especially where lawrence kasdan like goes back to the studio and he's like you know what i think i'd love john to do this with me yeah yeah <laughs> like i think i really need my son for this assignment i know um you know whatever well, lucky i don't care guy. um yeah okay yeah i mean star wars star wars great i now uh <laughs> to, to go on and- solo he's gonna be 20 years old yeah i i i think we're good with the star wars stuff for force awakens i'm gonna see it i think we don't need anything else um let's move on but i'm sure there are gonna be people out there uh that leak photos leak spoilers leak cat not casting well maybe casting but i'm talking force awakens and maybe some of the anthologies it's okay let's for my opinion let's stop Let's move on. Let's talk about other movies. Uh, I can't wait to fucking see it. That's that's my thing. So, yeah. <laughs> we, I think you're with I me. think we get it. Yeah. Uh, other interesting news this week. Tom Hardy signed on to 100 Bullets. Yeah, we were talking. This was that. not really a comic that I was that familiar with, yeah. which goes to show you that, you know, I'm obviously not that big a comics guy. But after reading sort of what it's about, mm-hmm. I kind of want to get into it. Yeah. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I actually did some Amazon priming. Good. Um, yeah. So, yeah, he's playing who? Agent Graves? Yeah, I I can't recall the name. Like, me... Probably a guy who shows up in these strangers' lives and he gives them a gun with mm-hmm. untraceable ammunition and sort of points them in the, in the direction of getting revenge. That's yeah. a really cool idea to me. Um, obviously, Tom Hardy was sort of looking to do another comic book movie since he was going to do Suicide Squad. Right, right. Um, and I he... don't know that he needs to do another one after this. This may be enough comic book movies. I but... think this is great. I mean, because it is. 100 Bullets is like kind of a noir. It was like Vertigo, which is a DC Comics mm-hmm. um, 
I mean, that's the more edgy version of comics. And Tom Hardy is really great for this. Agent Graves, you were right. He's really, really great for this. And I'm, I'm excited because I like the, the darker comic book stories. Yeah, exactly. Um, um like I'm very particular. I went to the comics store on Sunday and, and perused oh, nice. the graphic novels and whatnot. And I didn't really buy anything. It's really just because I need like a, a connoisseur. I need like a guru in my life telling me yeah. what to read because okay. I have very specific taste. Right. Um, I love Nemesis, and I think that there was actually news on a tracking board about that moving from Fox to possibly Warner Brothers. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, I didn't Nemesis is great, and I, I, you know, I read the Criminal series recently by Boy. Ed Brubaker. Those were amazing. And you're, are you a Crow guy comics or just the movie? Mm, I like, I read the Crow comic and okay. everything, but no, those, that's, that doesn't rank among so, my yeah. favorites, I would say. Um, yeah, this is a good one. I would recommend it if your, okay. if your style is, is darker. Um, if you want to go mainstream, there's there are certain Batman comics that are great to read because mm-hmm. they're dark and, but that's Batman. But um, what else is out there? Squadron Supreme, you might like. Okay, uh, that's 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 one that's like a, a spin on the Justice League. Just a little hint. Instead of like if Superman, if a version of Superman landed in the backyard of a really nice family. And they go, oh, we're going to adopt him. There's a knock at the door. The governments are going, no, you're not. And they take the baby and they raise him to become a weapon. I never, I never heard of something like that before. That's that's awesome. (laughs) Squadron Supreme, right there. Go for it, guys. Um, Okay. Well, I'd I'd love to see Criminal uh, get its due. Criminal Criminal is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, But let's move it along from comics and into some beach movies. Oh yeah, Uh, Zac Efron going to be joining The Rock in the Baywatch movie. That's good. He's perfect it's, for that. It, it is perfect. Um, Efron and The Rock, that's a great team. Yeah, and Efron really... Whether or not Seth Gordon's directing or not. Yeah, I think that... I think it's going to be good. I mean, I it, it's some good talent, and I know they're they're mentioning 21 Jump Street kind of... I've always liked the property and thought it was perfect for a send-up. When yeah. I was at summer camp, we did a Baywatch parody called oh, really? uh, Fat Watch, <laughs> uh, and it was just, you know, fat, hairy... Jewish lifeguards, yeah, Perfect. running in slow motion with like their oh roles like it's all like... over the place. It's it's actually not it's actually not bad, but uh, that's, clearly that's they they went in the other direction here with the the Baywatch movie. Yeah, the, those are some uh, not fat guys over there. I'd always heard you know it was going to be Bill Hader and The Rock. Really? Um, yeah. So that, you know, clearly cool. they they wanted another beefcake along, but I could see. I'm sure that there will be plenty of comic relief. And as Dwayne Johnson sort of said on Instagram or wherever it was. Wait yeah. until you see the girls we get for this. If yeah. they don't get Kate Upton, I'm going to be very disappointed in Paramount. Yes, and I'm assuming a cameo from Pamela. God have a cameo. Is, is there should a be no-brainer and, and Hasselhoff. Hasselhoff. Yes. Yeah. Those are the two big ones. And, and Nicole Eggert, of course. <laughs> I was like, I could throw out a whole bunch of the girls I that I want. Uh, it's like, I feel like we're Chandler and, and wait, Joey and who, wait, who's the kid? Was it Toby or Kobe? Is it Kobe? It was like, oh yeah, it, it was a, it's a Cody? Cody. Cody. Yeah. That may be it. I don't know. I can't remember. I, I never, wa- I watched, <laughs> I watched maybe one Baywatch episode. My, my dad life. loved Baywatch. I'd always come down to the den. It would be like, you'd hear that music like the, yeah. I just, I just remember one episode, like Pamela Anderson was like, disengaging a bomb under the pier or something and i'm like yeah, that is who you would call <laughs> that's that's awesome yeah you get in there pamela anderson um yeah that's some, I, i'm excited for it zach efron as we proved with neighbors i think he's he's hilarious talented. i hear mike hilarious. and dave need wedding dates is going to be hilarious oh yeah yeah that's uh, an interesting i like that that concept and sounds like a good romantic kind of fun comedy you know yeah i'll, I'll be curious to see what the tone is if it is like a sweet 
movie or like it's i think it's gonna be pretty raunchy yeah i'm thinking and it's gonna be the girls for forgetting sarah marshall kind of vibe where okay. it's like some romance in there but like right some, some heart some heart that's that's Heart's what I'm the word heart oh we need a little more People heart in this world that. yes it's very true um so which i think okay so neighbors was great and, and he, then you but yeah but our we, microphones are broken. <laughs> we, we didn't plan this today. Yes. Um, no, Zach Efron also has uh, Dirty Grandpa or whatever the hell coming out oh, with, yeah. with Robert De Niro. Dirty Grandpa. Um, <laughs> that, that'll probably be funny. That's And good. yeah, so he's coming back for Neighbors 2, and we reported this uh, yesterday that Dave Franco is going to be joining him. Exactly. They're kind of you know bringing the, the whole band back together. Well, I think he need to because uh, he was great. That, that, that movie was freaking hilarious, and, and Franco was hilarious. And I like that. the idea of a sorority now coming on the block, led by Chloe Moretz. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's where they're going. I was wondering how they were going to do it, you know? So, uh, good. I, I'm just, you know, I th- we're all just hoping to see uh, Scooney's cock return. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was... Um... His choker. Woo. That was a good um, one. Other cool news. More Paramount stuff. Man, yeah. Paramount all over the news today. Okay. Leonardo DiCaprio and mm-hmm. Martin Scorsese. This Joining is- forces for a sixth time God. on Devil in the White City, the serial killer tale, uh, which Paramount just won at auction because I think Warner Brothers let it go. I, I, I don't know that, but I know it takes place during the World Fair. This yep. ser- serial killer H. H. Holmes. builds a like a hotel or motel or something right. to coordinate with this and lures people in. I mean, I'm in. Dude. Like Scorsese and DiCaprio again. Honestly, this is the role that I've been waiting for Leo to take on. Yeah. Since I s- started reading this shit, okay? When I, I, I'm, the first time that I started paying attention to movie news okay. was when I read on Corona Coming Attractions. Mm, wow. Leonardo DiCaprio was going to do American Psycho. And I started reading the vivid descriptions oh. of this book and I got so excited for him to do it. And of course, you know, then it was it. Christian Bale and it was like, okay, that's, there you go. There's your first lesson in movie news sort of yeah. back when I was 12 years old or yeah. 13 years old. Um, God, I love that movie. And so too. I've been waiting for him to play a real sick, twisted serial killer for almost 20 fucking years. Yeah. And the backdrop to this, this is going to be really so cool. Amazing. It's period piece. It's, it's like old America that's like you think when you think of a world fair, you know, you think of the like the brawny guys with the like the dumbbells right. and the guess your weight and the, all that. Put a serial killer in there. Uh, yeah, I'm in. I mean, that's I'm a. Uh, I kept thinking like a serial killer in the middle of Tomorrowland. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, well, you know, I don't know. But um. well, I mean, do we have any doubt that this is going to be uh, like it'll Oscar be a must caliber? see? Yeah. With Marty behind the camera. Yeah. Um, I love Shutter Island. I love what the two of them did with, I, I love you know, Shutter really Island. dark material over that at was, Paramount. That's underrated. I don't know why that didn't do, like, like gangbusters. You know, I read the book, and the book is brilliant, um, really? and it's it's tough to pull off the ending, because it's like, you know, he had to, like, explain all this shit to him. Like, yeah. it, the ending was a little clunky for Shutter Island, yeah. except the very end I loved, where you're, like, not sure, you know. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was sure. That's but. a yeah. I was too. But, but I, I kind of knew it. <laughs> but, but some people weren't. Some people weren't. Um, uh, there was I, also news that Blake Lively. Speaking of beach movies like Baywatch. Yes. News that Blake Lively is going to star in Sony's movie In the Deep, which is like a gravity type movie where like she's just out in the water, she gets stranded on a buoy. Oh yeah, and there's the hundred yards from shore or something, and there's a shark that's like preventing her from getting back to the beach. That's and the shark just like fucks with her. Yeah. Oh, for oh nine minutes. That's yeah. I'm a shark lover like the the movies shark attacks shark week 
everything. I just, I'm totally into it. So. Yeah, it's, and it's been a long time since we've had a shark movie. And I think, you know, as we saw with Jurassic World, mm-hmm. studios are really into these kind of big creature movies. Yeah, Meg, um, Meg getting pretty much announced. What right do you think? After. What is your take on Blake Lively? Um, I think this could be one of those movies that if she knocks it out of the park, I mean, I don't want to necessarily say Oscar, but like, no, I, <laughs> I, 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 it depends on the tone. Like if she's like, if she plays this crazy, not crazy, uh, but like, like does some superior acting, maybe. <laughs> sure. I just um, don't know what the tone is. I mean, I just think, I don't know. What is it when I'm, I, I think it's a great, it's, it's, it's supposed to be a pretty good role for, for any young actress. Yeah. Um, since she's in every frame of the movie, mm-hmm. I've, I really liked her in the town. I haven't seen her in that much else. I didn't see Adeline. I didn't see the traveling pants movies. What was and the, watch gossip girl? What was the James Franco, uh, 180, uh, 127, 127 hours, right? Hours. And it has been just, uh, compared to that. Yeah. That's, that's Jones. where I'm going with it. If there's like that kind of level of, like like you said, she's in every frame of the movie. She's going to have to, like, knock it out of the park if we're going to buy this. Um, and I don't think there's going to be, like, you know, the shark isn't working with Jaws, kind of fake-looking right. shark, even though Jaws is my second favorite movie of all time. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm down. Blake Lively's great. She was phenomenal in the town. So I'm looking forward to, like, seeing more. See okay. what she can do. So there was one other uh, casting story, and then I'll, and then I'll let you, let you dictate some of the show, Mark. No, no, I um, love this. Uh, that 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 piqued my interest this week, please. And that was Mister Ivan Drago, Dolph Lundgren, stepping in as the substitute for Arnold Schwarzenegger in Kindergarten Cop Two. I can't. Did we know he was doing it? Dolph Lundgren was doing it, or was it just like because they? Uh oh. It was, get- it's Paramount calling. I'm like, I'm sorry, Paramount. <laughs> I will call you back after the show. Now, in, in a half an hour. Paramount of of the is this from the scoop? Yeah. <laughs> Live on air, everybody. This is what happens. Jeff Snyder posts just, a story. Yeah. Paramount calls him. What? Twenty minutes later. That's how the news goes, folks. I'm like, now I want to go on and see. Um, who's covering it? Because, you know, hey, writers, schmoesno.com, cover this. Um, that's funny. So, what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't, uh, no, so, do, I'm sorry, Dolph Lundgren, Kindergarten Cop oh, 2, right. guys. How could I forget Dolph Lundgren, yeah. Kindergarten Cop? Uh, I, I, this is kind of great. It's a direct video, uh, or direct DVD. There's yeah. not video anymore. Direct DVD sequel. Sure. Um, you know, they're making it on the cheap. The guy who did Jarhead 2, which I bet you didn't even know existed, is directing it. Jarhead Obviously, two. Arnold was not coming back. There was a Jarhead 2. Yeah, okay. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, it's is kind of it, great. Is it? Canon? Is it a? Is he? Is it canon? <laughs> Not everything has a fucking canon, Mark. It's kindergarten cop two. Sh- where's the shared universe canon? with kindergarten cop two? No, I, I don't know. I, honestly, is I, he just taking over for Schwarzenegger's role? That's what. No, I No, no, no. I don't think that he's playing it's Detective just... Kimball. Okay. okay. No, Thank no, no. <laughs> I think he's playing probably a different FBI agent who gets in. You know. Oh, yeah. I have to go to. Yeah, he has, he has again. to look for like a, a missing chip that has like you know it's like the you know Mission Impossible knock list or whatever. A missing chip that was implanted in. A and there's Albanian kid. bad guys coming after him, and who knows? Who's going to watch this? Are you? You know what? I'm kind of curious. Ugh, I just like, like I, I just like little kids like saying funny shit to like 
tough cops. Yeah, but making them Dolph Lundgren. I mean, he, I, he doesn't have the charm that Schwarzenegger. No, has he been. certainly does not. Um, like poor and the poor guy. They release that still, and like it's like he looks three hundred years old. And listen, I'm like, other oh, than guys. other than I, I didn't like the Expendables movies. Other than Rocky Four, I don't know. You know, if there's anything I can. <laughs> Yeah, you know, linked in my mind to Dolph Lundgren. Although I did love him in this this tiny little B movie called I think it was called Pentathlon. Oh, Jar- Jarhead too, maybe. No, yeah, yeah maybe it was Jarhead. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's yeah, that's eh, okay. Yeah, Kindergarten Cup two is happening. Uh, hopeful news I, break. I just would have loved to have three. seen. Here's a hopeful news break. I would have loved to have seen who chris hemsworth or vin diesel do that movie over at universal because universal had the rights oh so yeah was there talk they were talking of rebooting it it was there i don't know that there ever was any official talk but it would have been great to see chris hemsworth or vin diesel yeah sure why not (laughs) kindergarten cup everything schwarzenegger's ever done should be remade by one of those two guys i know yeah or the rock stay tuned everybody for breaking news about kindergarten cop three back to school that's right right that's no. All right. What so, do you want to talk about, Mark? I've yeah. I've hogged the time. No, I like it when you hog the time. Uh, you know, obviously with the big the big news for on my side of the the street is was all the Star Wars talk. <laughs> um, but I want to talk about Pixar real quick. Okay. Because you're going to D23. Yes, not going today though. So that's our our, our reporter Beatrice Verhoeven. Verhoeven. She, she will oh. be there today. No right relation. On. No relation. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know what the schedule is like. Are they doing, uh, do you know the schedule? I like- think the animated films are today. We're only okay. doing two panels. So like she's going today for the animation I'm doing tomorrow morning live action. Okay. Well, that makes sense because somebody, uh, one hour ago over at Collider, I'm going to yeah. give a shout out to Matt Goldberg over Ooh. at Collider, uh, Toy Story 4 will be a love story, which we've heard between Woody and Bo Peep. That's cool. Bo Peep wasn't in part three. I want to see them get it on. They, you're going to be seeing some toys on toys action. Bo Peeping. Oh, my God. It's like <laughs> It was like me and my you know, Ken doll and Barbie doll. I didn't have a Ken doll or a Barbie doll. Okay, anyways. The toys on toys. So, Bo Peep is coming back. Uh, what do you think of Toy Story 4? Period. Uh, you know what? It? No, we don't. Toy yeah. Story 3 ended pretty well. I, it, again, it's disappointing to see Pixar keep going back to the same well. Uh, they've been doing a lot of sequels. Especially Inside Out just comes out and just blows right. everyone away. It was so great. It's one of and, it's my they favorite just, movies. They have enough right sequels, now. like, and I, and I don't mind doing twos. Like, okay, we're doing Finding Dory. Sure. Uh, I is there another two um monsters university they did monsters right and, cool, and you know i'd love to see the incredibles, incredibles too. too but i don't need to get into forts yeah I, I that's direct to dvd stuff yeah for me i was like oh my god they're doing toy story 4 i love one two and three so i there's part of me that's really excited but now when i hear that i'm like oh and and you bring in inside out being so good and we have another original coming out in november with the good dinosaur yeah, they they keep going to that well. Toy mm-hmm. Story. I'd is... rather see a Buzz Lightyear romance movie because he seems more like the charmer. Yeah, he. I don't know. Well, they, we kind of got. I his know story. Tom Hanks is bigger than Tim Allen. Yeah, but... that's true. But Buzz had his love story in Part Three. You could argue there was a little <laughs> subplot with him and that's uh, true and Jesse. So fair enough. Well, Toy Story Four is happening. We heard us the love story. We know that uh, Rashida Jones is writing it. Right. Ooh, with, okay. Uh, Rashida Jones and her uh, partner Will McCormick. Right? Yes, Will McCormick are writing it, which cool. I find interesting. So there's a part of me that's maybe like, we'll get some news out of that out of D23. There, there's a part yeah. of you that what? I'm sorry, I interrupted. No, no, no. There's a part of me that that is so interested because of the talent behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the story doesn't really get me. Look, Bo Peep wasn't in I'm sure there's three. more to it than, sure, you know, than sure. just that. Yeah, so... I'm but, excited for, like, what comes out of, like, the Jungle Book. Right. And what kind of stuff we see out of that. You'll probably get some Jungle Book. That's what I'm I thinking. hope so. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait for that movie. It's going to be cool. Now, it's uh, not Favreau. Or yeah. is it Favreau? It is Favreau. John, Johnny Fabs. Okay, because Circus is, is over at Warner Brothers. Yeah. Okay. How is he going to have time to do this? He's not, he hasn't even started. That's what I was going to say. I don't even know if he started yet. Yeah, I don't think he started. He's too busy mo-capping we'll Star see, Wars. We'll see if that happens. Well, that's that's interesting. So I think with D23 being this weekend, it's every two years. Um, I think everybody is looking at Marvel and Star Wars. But you guys forget that there is the Jungle Book. There is Pixar. There is Disney Slate. You got Alice in Wonderland 2 happening. Right. You got uh, live-action Dumbo, live-action Winnie the Pooh, live-action freaking everything. Oh, we're going to see some Beauty and the Beast stuff, too. That's going to be Beast. cool. I, I'm interested in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I think I'm that's, excited about that. That's going to be an, an interesting. I saw one set pick where it's just like, just looks straight out of the movie, which, uh, the the animated movie, I should say. Yeah, okay. it is straight out of the movie. I should make that meme. <laughs> um, did you did you see the, hate, the Hateful Eight trailer this week? Yes, I did. What'd you think? That's great. That's awesome. Is it? Yeah. You didn't like it? Okay, I'm I'm not going to lie. I, I'm like, yeah. I, th- I don't want to get killed. It's Everybody's like, when Tarantino drops a trailer, everybody's like, that's now my most anticipated movie of the year. <laughs> Every, everybody sucks. And this one, I'm like, it seemed totally, there's this weird tone for me going on with it. Yeah, I thought it looked good. I'm I'm nervous about this movie. I'm, you know, a, a gigantic, gigantic Tarantino fan. Me too. Um, Pulp Fiction's in my Twitter bio. Yeah, he may be my favorite filmmaker, um, but the, my top the first draft of the script, or what was purported to be the first draft, was kind of uninspired and unencouraging. Sure, um, I didn't. As first draft goes, sure, I didn't love it. You know, I'm sure the movie will be good. I don't know if it'll be an all timer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's really. Uh, talking up to 70 millimeter, which mm-hmm. I'm sure is going to be gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But let's also keep in mind that like 75% of this movie is indoors, is in one location. Yeah. So it's not going to be all like gorgeous uh, vistas, Wyoming vistas and things of that. I mean, I like the idea that it's like a Reservoir Dogs meets Django. Um, but I just... That's, it, and I haven't heard it described like that. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, because Reservoir Dogs <laughs> takes place mostly in one location. Sure. Um, and it's it kind of fits the same mold you know you got the the different people coming together that are all bounty hunters the the reason that it went weird for me was uh jennifer jason lee right yeah yeah she did that weird like hang yeah, herself but... thing and like mm-hmm. it just seemed like is she mute is she crazy i mean i guess some people love that and want to see it i just I, maybe it's because i'm a little too biased that i wanted to see him go to another genre he did the the war movie with Inglorious Bastards, right. which I loved even more than Django and Chain. Yeah, Bastards. I mean, Bastards is a masterpiece. It's, it's so amazing. Um, so I kind of wanted to see him go away from the western and do something else. And plus, it's like you're basically getting Django, and it, they were bounty hunters. He just he loves that like horse drawn stagecoach kind of thing. Yeah, this looks like a very kind of talky chamber piece. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure it'll have, you know, the requisite violence we've all come to know and love from a Tarantino movie. Absolutely. And the cast is super cool. And I'm, yeah. I'm like, e- eager to see where Channing Tatum fits into things. Oh, that's right. Um, how, how are they going to do? Okay. So, yeah, it just didn't, uh, I thought it, it looked great. 
um, you know, I was like excited, but I wasn't as excited as everybody is for for this. Just because I don't know, like the tone seemed a little off to me. I don't know. It was like we'll funny see. and and I, I know it's like, and I, I think that that comes out on Christmas, man. Yeah. What what a day that's going to be. Christmas is for gonna... a Jewish boy like me. Yeah. <laughs> no family to hang out with. Right. I'm going to just be in the movies. Oh my god, so much coming out that day. Yeah. The because the Revenant comes out that the day. The Revenant too? concussion with Will Smith, Joy right. with Jennifer Lawrence, Point Break, Daddy's Home with Mark Wahlberg. Like the list goes on and on. Don't forget Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh yeah, I can't with wait. my girl Bella Thorne, right. who I interviewed this week. Hey. Nice. Uh, for this movie, Big Sky, you can check out that video interview on therap.com. But yeah, nice. uh, it was a pleasure having her in the office. Very cool. Well, um, I wanted to talk about something that uh, it kind of got swept under the rug halfway through when the Star Wars covers came out or the Star Wars photos. Um, the fallout from Josh Trank and the Fantastic Four, which absolutely bombed, uh, as we knew it would or, or as we were hearing – so then all of a sudden, everybody's reporting about Josh Trank and what went on behind the movie, uh, yep. behind the scenes. Um, now we got Josh Trank, Lori, Lori, he lawyered up. I can. That was interesting that he hired Marty Singer. Yes. So I just wanted your two cents on that. What is going on? Because I read a Hollywood Reporter piece that kind of went into that he the was. The Hollywood Reporter has had a strange sort of obsession with this. For a while, yeah. I don't know what a, what what it's about, what it's really about. And I don't want to add more fuel to the fire. I just wanted, I just want to discuss it because I've, it's I've like, just noticed that they've had like the knives out. Um, well, that piece was like, you know, there's lawyers now, and he did this. He did like allegedly doing some shit in the in the, the house he rented and with yeah, his wife, I mean, I, and then closing himself off behind the monitors. And yeah, maybe Fox was not giving him everything he wanted, but. I I just I just find it interesting. That I mean, I, it'll be it will be interesting to see what the follow there is. I I don't think that you know he's like blacklisted from the industry. No. I, th- I think he's too young and too talented. And, yeah, I hope he. Um, I really hope he lands on his feet because it's like I don't like it that I feel like they're trying to pull him down. It, it's what it feels like is that there's so much hate going out there and no well, yeah but the, the press loves to build people up and knock them down sure um, that's that's my problem with that i we didn't cover any of that that is what we do yeah it's it's controversial the fall so, from grace so to speak yeah it sells papers <laughs> sure <laughs> it sells the papers or in this world in this landscape gets you clicks it gets you clicks and it, it gets you impressions with your advertising so yeah uh, i've i've been actually surprised by the level of interest in the story mm-hmm. since it seems to be a pretty kind of like inside baseball yeah, Hollywood thing, but I, I, people, yeah. I, don't, I don't, I, I don't know enough about it. Yes, not much surprises me anymore. I guess. Yeah. Yes, the Fantastic Four. Uh, was, I didn't like it. I, I, yeah. I wish this thing was like movable, and I could like just let me talk. To you, like, pick it up, like guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> how about how about League of Extraordinary Gentlemen to be female centric? Ooh, I hadn't heard that. Is that a real rumor? Who has that? We have breaking news. Where, what? 15 hours ago. 15 hours. Uh, Collider posted this. Says the producer John Davis at the TCAs. Um, so that Lee, Is that a movie? Yeah. They're, they're, Why would, so he's talking about the movie at TCAs? Yeah. I, you know okay. you know what these producers are doing. Sure, like, they can't help themselves. So League of Extraordinary Ladies. Is that what it is? Yeah, which, look, I'm all for empowering uh, the, the strong female characters, but the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, 
it's kind of in the source material. Like, great, throw in some really strong leads in there, but it, it, can you recreate? Let's see. Okay, so he says, just by going back to the roots and making it authentic to what the fan base was really excited about. It's female-centric, which I think is interesting. I love female characters, point-of-view characters in action movies. I, I Look, I don't know how you're getting – well, he said female-centric, but the, the movie is the, – the, the guys were – I don't know. I, I don't know either, man, because I don't really care about this project. Yeah, it's an interesting <laughs> – It's if you want a good comic. I mean, it's an Alan Moore comic. That's it's, what people say. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah, well, it's, it's – well, Pass. It's, I, I'm passing on it too because, like, why is it – Female centric. I just don't buy that. So, um, okay, great. <laughs> uh, what else is out there? What do you want to talk about, Mr. Snyder? What are you seeing this I, weekend? Well, uh, I don't know. I, I haven't decided. I haven't made up my mind if I'm going to see Man from Uncle. Yeah. Have I've you heard, seen it? No. No. Um, I haven't heard good things. I've heard mixed things. Like I think McWeenie gave it like a B plus. Nice. And folks, if you're not reading Drew McWeenie, who's been a guest on this show, uh, mm-hmm. please do. He wrote a great uh, piece about like watching Jaws with his sons. I was just going to bring that up. It was really uh, great. He's, you know, when he gets a chance to do that kind of shit, it, it's always fantastic. So. It was poetic. Yeah. Head on over I, to HitFix. I, I'm serious. It was so great to hear it. It's all about his kids yeah, just, running around, jumping in pools, 10 pools before they watch Jaws, and then they're... Solid I just like that kind of criticism and, and filtering movie discussion, you know, through the lens of being a parent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm so, excited. You know, Drew is obviously one of our more exceptional uh, film writers in this community. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, check that out. But uh, so he gave it like a B plus, I think, and I think you know he liked the kind of like the breezy tone. These neither of these actors really do much for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more interested in like Vikander and uh, Elizabeth Debicki who were in it. Okay. I don't know. I just, I, you know, maybe I'll see it. Maybe I'll wait for a DVD. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Oh, are you getting another one? Uh, that's my brother. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> f- fuck that kid. I love <laughs> so I, I put out there on the live chat, everyone, um, that we're kind of uh, going by the hip here or swinging by. What? I well, mean, yeah. Well, last so last night I watched two two horror movies. I stayed up late. Oh yeah, I wanted to hear this. Yeah, uh, I watched Unfriended. Right. Um, which, you know, and take, takes place entirely on a computer screen. Okay. Um, and it was interesting. Like, it, it actually was pretty revel, uh, relevant. Relevant, giving, yeah. all, Given all, like, the cyberbullying stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, all, that uh, it sort of tried to tell you that your past deeds will will follow you, especially, you know, especially on social media. The, uh, the, yeah. the pictures that you take, the, the videos that you take. The tweets that you um, send. The shit that you talk. Yep. So it's all that was there. interesting. And then the other one I watched was The Final Girl with Abigail Breslin. Mm-hmm. We're like, it's a little weird, but she's like been trained to become like this brutal assassin. Yeah. Since she was like a little girl. Okay. And she grows up and, and she's told to like dispatch for teenage boys who like hunt girls in the woods yeah they, they bring that. them out to the woods and then let them run and they hunt them so abigail breslin sort of play, you know takes the bait and then turns the tables yeah that's uh it reminds me of a book i read um back in junior high it was like the deadliest game or something it was like oh yeah, the, yeah, yeah the hunter yeah, yeah. you know the, the zodiac's favorite book yeah yeah that's right so um yeah it, it kind of reminds me of that and I love Abigail Breslin, so this is like um, she looks. She looks cute in it too. Um, Wes Bentley's actually kind of cool in it. Oh, is he one um, of the guys? No, no, no. He's the trainer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Um, and he looks like something out of Hitman, which comes out next weekend. I'm excited to see. Yeah. Um, but no, the, uh, I'd say the two. The two. Uh, okay, wait. It was Alexander Ludwig from The Hunger Games okay. and um, uh, Lone Survivor. 
mm-hmm. he's like the the really young guy who gives like the whole who has to recite that like military the 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 I don't know the, right. the seal speech or whatever the yeah fuck it the, is. it's like the, the the mantra I guess right exactly um, so he he was one of the kids uh, Cameron Bright was one of the kids he's the one in Birth the mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman movie the little boy oh yeah all grown up okay very interesting well I I just want to see it from the concept I mean it just sounds great. Yeah, it's an interesting. Listen, it's it's a low budget movie. Tyler Shields shot it. Um, okay. He's like a famous photographer. I don't know. You know, I thought that both were worth a rental. Um, just real quick, some breaking news. Oh shit! The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. The main character is female. Okay. So, uh, so they, they changed one character. Th- thank you, Roar Machine, Mark Cassidy on Twitter. He g- gave me the heads up. Um, I don't remember the. Um, the source material that well, I was just going off of the movie, so that's my bad. Because um, it was, it was Sean Connery, which one of my favorite stories about Sean Connery is that he turned down Gandalf, turned down Morpheus, and you know, obviously they go off to be crazy successful. So when the extraordinary gentleman comes around, he's like, "Oh, I better take this. I don't want to miss my boat." And then <laughs> it sinks. It's so bad. So uh, thanks, War Machine. Uh, female centric lead character, female, great. Uh, I just don't. I thought I, I, it felt like to me just reading that news just from a, a headline perspective. Seems like they're trying to jump on a bad wagon that uh, Paul Feig started with um, Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. My two cents. Um, so what do we want to close with? We're kind yeah, of we coming like, up. We on got like the, five minutes left. The last of this, I throw out there on the live chat on YouTube. Uh, any news from the stand? People are throwing out some. Uh, some comments here. What they want to say, Julian Jacobs. I haven't. Uh, I haven't checked into that in a while. Yeah. Let me let me circle back on that one. Okay, he's going to circle back. Um, what do you guys think about Batman v Superman getting a standing ovation? Says Jasmine Crisillo. Uh, uh That's a rumor, and I think it's um, could be could my two cents easily planted by some people uh, because it was like. The suits? Uh, yeah, listen, I talked to a Warner Brothers executive who said he had seen it and that, you know, it came out great and yeah. they're really happy with it. Um, I, I don't know if it got a standing ovation or not. I'd, I'd be surprised that a room full of executives would stand and clap like, yeah, you then, know. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> but whatever. if they're stockholders and they're, like, realizing they've got a hit, I mean, you know. <laughs> do, they, but do they not know? Oh, was, this is such a surprise. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. People are going to like Batman v Superman. So the rumor goes that there was the standing ovation with some footage from Batman v Superman and that Batman or Ben Affleck was so good that they scooped him up, uh, gave him a three-picture deal to direct Batman, three movies, a trilogy, blah, 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 blah. I don't know if I'd take that to the bank. I wouldn't take it to the bank, but what added the fuel to the fire was him pushing some of his projects back. Sure. So, yeah. Have you heard anything? Well, he's going to do like one movie. He's going to do one... Yeah, I don't, I, just, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I. I. You know, these are all rumors and speculation. It, it is. You know, I forget who it was, but someone was talking about how it is a little depressing mm-hmm. uh, with Affleck, like kind of wholeheartedly embracing the the comic book stuff. I think he's going to be playing Batman in seven movies. Yeah, is that if we, right? If we talk three three Batman movies, Justice League, Justice League. Uh, Justice League Two, yeah, Suicide Squad. Yeah, we see him in that much. Um, yeah, th- th- this guy directed Argo and had a chance to direct Hollywood classics. Mm-hmm. So I think that I don't know if he'll tire eventually of wearing the cowl. Yeah, I think that's definitely a legit. And um, we didn't really get to talk about it, so maybe we want to tease it for next week. But it's the the spoiler culture of. Like because yeah, there's there's a good article on IndieWire. I would just you know ask that people just, read that because I do think it's getting out of hand and that every little 
piece is getting, you know, picked over. And it's like, I get some, some of us, you know, we got to find a way to put food on the table. Yeah. And and if, you know, that's your talent and that's your strength, more power to you. Yeah. Uh, finding out some of that stuff, but. No, it was, it, it was, it's, it's it was something interesting that we talked about uh, off air and, and I just opened a huge can of worms with two minutes left in right. the show. Uh, but, you know, Luke Skywalker picture was leaked online and I'm the guy that didn't want to see it. I felt like there's a reason why Luke isn't being presented in any of the material, the, tr- the teasers and the, and the mm-hmm. posters and everything. We've gotten Han, you know, and that's like, in my opinion, smart because on the business side of things, it's Harrison Ford. He's yeah, exactly. Maybe the biggest name in in that movie. Um, so of course they're going to show some Han, and he might have more nostalgia and more fans out there. Obviously, he's getting his own young Han Solo movie. But to get that spoiler that just popped in my feed, like literally, people were like, "Look!" And I, it's weird. I didn't want to see it. I just was like, and then I watched, saw it, and it was awesome and he looks so good but we don't have a choice anymore of what we can see and what we can't yeah so jeff brings up a really great so an article on IndieWire. yeah check it out i think kevin yegernoff wrote it on the the playlist yeah and uh because the spoiler culture is interesting that's maybe something we'll talk about next week but um maybe if we have a guest yeah if we could maybe bring in somebody that uh has something to say about it in the meantime contemplate all the fun that we're gonna have at d23 that i'm gonna have a d23 tomorrow yeah maybe ronda rousey will come out as captain marvel oh my god wouldn't that be funny no yeah it would be funny it, it, it would, would be, be something terrible choice yeah it, marvel wouldn't go there yeah and and to one of my twitter followers who tweeted me with a uh, jessica chastain is uh miss marvel and brought up the blonde hair that she sported in a movie. Ooh. Uh, great call. Yeah, I I wish I... Well, maybe 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 I can, but who knows. All uh, right. Well, go see Straight Outta Compton this weekend, folks. All right, guys. So this has been Meet the Movie Press on Friday, and this is uh, another great show. Thanks for tuning in on the live chat here. Go ahead and follow us at Riley Around and at The Insnider. And please rate and, and uh, comment, subscribe. subscribe. Comment. Yeah, do all, all that, that good stuff. Please it keeps the lights on here. And go show ahead and us tweet us all you want and uh, what you want to talk about for next week's show. Yeah, and I'll uh, look into shit. Yeah, Jeff's dropping scoops over here and uh, getting calls from Paramount in the process. So that's <laughs> oh, what God. we do here. I love it. So we'll see you next week, guys. And uh, as always, visit schmoesno.com and of course. The wrap. The wrap.com. Yes, guys, and we will see you next week. Thanks for tuning in as always. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. <laughs>